Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. I know I record a lot of episodes on metabolism because it's something that I'm so passionate about. One, because there's an incredible amount of misinformation out there and rumors and things that we blame for metabolic health that actually have nothing to do with it. And two, because we have the ability to impact our body and our metabolism, not just now, but for the rest of our life. And that to me is so powerful. It's so powerful to say we have the ability to impact our body, to come back to our body, to understand our body so we can not only reach our goals, but we can keep them forever. This is how we give up the dieting and the restriction and the BS and all of the frustration more than anything, more than the diets, it's the frustration and the mental and emotional aspect that has impacted our life and the trajectory of our life because we're so emotionally tied to our body. So I really think this episode is going to hit home with you and tie it all together because we are going to talk about how you can have a better metabolic health in your 30s, 40s, and 50s than you did in your 20s. What? That's possible? Yeah, it's absolutely possible, and we are going to dive into it in this episode. Before we start the episode, I just want to say how much I appreciate you being here. I love that you're listening, learning, connecting, vibing with this whole podcast, and I would appreciate it so, so much If you're loving this, if you could leave me a five-star review, let me know what you think, share it on social media so we can keep this growing and keep going because we aren't stopping anytime soon. So let's dive into the podcast on how we can have a better metabolic health right now in our life than we did in our early 20s. That seems like such a crazy concept because for so many of us, we relate our early 20s to the best body we had in our life, our best metabolic health, when everything was so much easier. We didn't have to think about it. I I talk to women all the time. I do consultations for one-on-one coaching, for my small group coaching, Evolve, that's launching. And in these consultations, I'm always asking women, like, tell me a little bit about your last five to 10 years and your health and fitness journey. And most of the time, women go back a lot further. But the story starts something similar of, I used to be really active. I used to be an athlete. I never had to worry about what I had to eat. And then I went to college. And then in college, everything changed. And then after college, it changed even more. And it just kept going and going and going. 
whether you've been married, had kids, job changes, COVID, everything has impacted our body and we feel like our ability to lose weight. And another thing I hear very often is my metabolism has slowed down. It's not what it used to be. And while that might be true, you need to know that your metabolism doesn't actually truly shift till you're in your 50s. And I want to give you some science to back that up because it's easy for me to just say that on the podcast. But when you're sitting there and you're maybe you're in a body that you're not feeling great in or you're not feeling confident in, it's like, yeah, Katie, whatever. My metabolism definitely shifted well before my 50s. And it may have shifted, but it's not because of genetics and it's not because of age. It's because it's adapted to the lifestyle changes that you've put it under. So let me explain something really quick. In you have your basal metabolic rate. So your basal metabolic rate is if you're just sitting here all day listening to the Crying Burns Calories podcast, which like, hell yes, I hope you are. But if you're sitting here all day, you're not moving, you're not doing anything else, your basal metabolic rate is the amount of calories your body burns at rest. If you were to just sit on the couch all day and not do anything, your body has this base amount of calories that it burns every single day to stay alive, to stay functioning, digestion, metabolism, muscle, to keep all these processes in your body going. That's your basal metabolic rate. That's the biggest part of your metabolism. So when we speak about metabolic changes, that's really what's shifting the most is our basal metabolic rate because it's the largest chunk of what we can impact every single day, the largest chunk of the calories burned in our body every single day. And when it comes to, so the American Council of Exercise did a study where your basal metabolic rate only drops one to 2% per decade. So if you kept variables the same and it didn't adapt to maybe some unhealthy lifestyle changes, when it comes to genetics only, so let's specifically talk about that. Genetics only, your basal metabolic rate drops 1% to 2% each decade every 10 years. That's hardly anything. And then after the age of 40, your metabolic rate will drop 5% every decade. So let's use the example of 1,200 calories, okay? So you have 1,200 calories. Let's say you're eating 1,200 calories when you're 40, which I don't ever suggest this, so please don't. I'm just using it as an example. You're eating 1,200 calories when you're 40. That's going to equate to 1,140 calories when you're 50. So that means that in order to stay at the same weight, the same leanness, when we're speaking of metabolic rate just for genetics, that looks like a 60 calorie downshift from 40 to 50, which is hardly anything, 60 calories a day. So when we're looking at the studies, we're understanding that when it comes to our actual metabolism and how our body adapts to it, baseline level, our metabolism actually does not slow down that much, but it's impacted by everything we do each day. So let's talk about the things that impacts it. Okay, so number one, yes, you have genetics, which we went over, and we know that that's like very little impact when it doesn't come to other things. Two, it's going to be our hormones and our thyroid, understanding that these two things regulate our metabolism so much. I think we're always comparing ourselves to how easily men can lose weight right? It's like they look at a donut and they lose three pounds. It doesn't make any sense. But it does make sense when you look at the fact that 
women are 10 times more likely to have thyroid issues than men. And women also lose muscle a lot more quickly than men do. So hormonally, men have that going for him, them, and they can keep muscle better than we can given lifestyle changes and lifestyle shifts. So that's what makes it so much easier for them to be able to lose with it, this weight. It seems unfair, but we also have to understand this is what we're working with as women. Our hormones shift every week of every single month, and they're also different each month. And most of us haven't taken care of our hormone and our hormone health in a really long time. So we feel like it's working against us. And that can drastically drop your metabolic rate. On top of the fact that most women, we have a history of extreme dieting. We have a history of doing a lot of cardio or a lot of working out that doesn't optimize muscle mass, that actually eats away at muscle. Um, on top of higher cortisol levels that also eats away at muscle and makes everything so much harder for our body. So now we start to understand, one, why we're having these metabolic downshifts, why our basal metabolic rate is actually being impacted. Because you have your basal metabolic rate, and then what sets that, a huge amount of what sets that, is your body's ability to keep and maintain muscle. So if we're doing all of these things, it's like, all right, it actually isn't genetics. It's just the lifestyle changes. It's the diet culture that has told us what we should be doing in our body. It's approaching our body only from a taking away aspect of how little can I eat? What can I cut? What can I do in order to lose weight to where we haven't given back to our body in so long? So all our body is doing is downshifting to try and make up for what it's not getting. But here's what's so amazing. Like just follow me here. What's so amazing is yes, our metabolism has adapted to that, but we have the ability to change that. It's so easy. It's actually so much easier than you think to offset a change in your metabolic rate. But the problem is we're approaching it the same damn way. And this is what I hit home. In my small group program and Evolve, this is why I created this program, to show women that it's actually so easy to change your metabolic rate if we just start looking at things different, if we just come back to our body and actually start to learn and understand it. And also understand that there isn't a one-size-fits-all. We try and approach it from a one-size-fits-all, from these generic meal plans that we get or uh, an amount of calories that worked for one person. And it's you see it all the time online. You could do the same workouts that I'm doing. You could eat the same amount of calories that I am doing. But unless you have the same metabolism, the same genetic makeup, the same body as me, you're going to look completely different. So why are we trying to approach it from all of these one size fits all when our body is so damn beautiful, our body is so damn unique, and the more you understand and connect to your body, the better results you're going to see. You're like, okay, Katie, but like, tell me what I can do to have a better metabolism in my 20s than in my 20s. I understand all of this, but how do I actually do it? And so number one, it starts with understanding your body, understanding the changes that have happened in your body, and then also understanding how we can combat those. Because again, I am not just interested in getting you weight lost. I'm interested in teaching you how to live your happiest, healthiest, most confident life going forward. 
I want you to get to a healthy weight that you can live in, where we're not tracking calories, where we're not constantly working against our body, where it just becomes easy for us. And it's understanding what happens in your body. And this would be a huge thing for me to try and explain. This is the exact reason I have a 10-week program built on it, is to get you to understand and reconnect to your body and understand exactly where it needs to be. But there are a lot of things that we can do today, baseline, to start shifting it. So number one, let's start with hormones. Let's start with understanding what's going on in our body with hormones. And I would highly suggest going back to some of the episodes on hormone health and listening to those as well um, as this episode because, again, the more you know, the more you understand your body, the better results you're going to be. But hormonally, what's going on is, let's take, for example, HGH, our human growth hormone. This drastically helps our daily metabolic rate, our basal metabolic rate. Same thing. I just, I don't want you to get confused to think it's something different. So HGH, you have this a lot when you're younger, right? Why? Because we're growing. So this human, this human growth hormone is like pumping through our body. Up till the age of 25, our body is still building bone density, which means it's still producing the HGH. After that, it starts to decrease, which is why we might see that 1% to 2% decrease in our basal metabolic rate. But guess what is the one thing that can impact the human growth hormone? Strength training, scientifically proven to create human growth hormone in your body. I didn't say cardio. I didn't say HIIT training. I didn't say anything like that. I said strength training, progressive strength training. Why? Because it's teaching your body how to break down and rebuild things, which is causing a spike in the human growth hormone, which is causing an increase in your metabolic rate. So number one, if you're not strength training to maintain your lean muscle or build your lean muscle or produce human growth hormone, you're doing yourself a serious disservice. I know one thing I hear from women a lot is like, but I enjoy Pilates and I enjoy, that's great. You're allowed to do that stuff. But it's understanding that the movement you do for your body has to be partly what you enjoy. Cool. Let's keep in that Pilates, the dance, whatever it might be. Partly what's efficient for your body and your metabolism, which would be the strength training portion, and partly what is going to be efficient for long-term results and long-term health. As much as I love the Pilates and the bar and the little pulses and the dancing and the beats to the music, that's great, but that's not going to do anything to increase bone density. That's not going to do anything to help you not break a hip when you're in your 50s. We want it to be part of what we enjoy and part of what, what is efficient for our health. So I'm saying keep that, but we should have a strong foundation of progressive strength training. And there are different ways and different forms of this. And it's important that we find one that we enjoy. The second part of this is understanding that the amount of calories you eat every single day is very, very important. Your body is not meant to be in a calorie deficit for a very long time. And most of us have been in a calorie deficit for one years or two. We've been in an extreme calorie deficit and out of one to an extreme where our body's on this roller coaster. But you have to understand over an extended period of time, if your body is not getting what you want, it starts to number one, impact our hormone health boom, metabolism. Number two, it starts to impact our body's ability to build lean muscle. 
boom, metabolism. Three, it starts to impact our body's ability to be able to lose fat and see composition change. So we start to build up more body fat on our body. And all of these things are chipping away at our daily metabolic rate. And that's where we start to see this massive impact. You have to understand that, you know, if you're like in our 20s, for example, let's go back to how to have a stronger one in our 20s. When we're in our 20s, it's actually not our metabolism that's kicking so strong. It's that our hormones are pretty healthy. We haven't done a lot of stuff that really impacts them yet. So we have that going for us. We're typically a lot more active. We're running around. We're in sports. I mean, if you can think when you're in college, you're a lot more active than you are now sitting in a desk all day. So that impacts it. Number three, life is a little bit less stressful for most of us. You know, stress sort of builds as we get older. We get more responsibilities, more things that require our energy, and stress starts to build up. So that's why it seems like your metabolic health is a lot easier in your 20s than it is right now. But I don't know about you, but for me, I know my metabolism is stronger now in my 20s. Yes, I had all of that going for me, but when I really started to lose weight, was it easy at first? Yes, again, because you have those things working with you. But my metabolic health, I mean, I was functioning off of 12, 1300 calories. I was doing all of these HIIT workouts, all of the things that you learn and think are good for you, and they impact you at first. Why? Because it's new for your body and you have a fairly healthy metabolism. But then those things stop to work, stop working. So really it's not our metabolic health that's prime in our 20s. It's actually our genetics that are a little bit more primed and our hormones that are prime. So that's when I say you can have a stronger metabolism now. We just have to undo some of the things that we've done to our body. And those things take time. One of the biggest things is starting to nourish our body even more, starting to give it more food. And it's understanding that less does not equal more when it comes to nutrition. A lot of times less food equals less results because less food equals less energy for your body. It equals more of a stress on your body. It equals less efficient, less strong, powerful workouts. It equals less muscle building all of these things that really lead to this like healthy, amazing metabolism and body, we're not doing any of these things because we're just thinking, I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight now. I have this next weekend. I need to fit into these jeans. So it's like, what can I cut, take away? How miserable can I make myself in order to lose this weight that I need to lose? And we're stuck in this temporary cycle that we've been in. And we look at it in these smaller chunks of have to lose weight. But then my question for you is how long have you been trying to do this for? How long have you been this miserable for and up and down for? It has to end. It has to end. And I'm telling you, it ends now after this episode. You have to start giving your body more fuel. And this can be a tricky thing at first because there's no one rule or one size fits all for this. And if you really feel like your metabolic health is working against you, like you are eating such little calories and you can't really cut anymore and you don't know where to start, there's a process in order to start to add food back in um, to get to a healthy metabolism in order for your body to be able to lose weight. You have to earn the right to be able to lose weight. If you're in a position where you've been dieting down for years and your body's no longer responding and you feel miserable, you have to 
earn that right to be able to lose weight, earn that trust in your body. And this can take time, but it's not impossible. My best advice for you is starting to add food back in slowly, starting to figure out where your body needs to be. A really easy way to do this is to work with a coach, is to invest in a coach, because an investment in your health and your body and metabolism is the best place you can be. And this is stuff that I teach in my 10-week program, Evolve. Um, We teach exactly where your body needs to be at and how to get there and how to impact it because there is sort of a rhyme and a reason. But outside of that, the best thing you can do is starting to focus on what you can add to your meals, starting to make sure you're getting enough protein each day, an adequate amount of protein so your body starts to keep the lean muscle it has, making sure you're adding in calories. Yes, does that mean that right now it might be a section where weight loss is not priority? This is a really hard conversation for me to have with women is that, hey, the first three months we're working together, you may or may not lose weight. You might be a hyper responder, but weight loss cannot be your focus. Right now, our focus is earning trust in your body, is building this strong ass metabolism, is trying to maintain the weight you're at right now while we increase calories, while we increase strength training. Most women will see weight loss through this. I would say 90% of the women I work with see weight loss through this process because of the way we do it, but it can't be priority. And it definitely can't be an extreme amount of weight loss because we're focusing on long-term results. By the end of it, I want your body to be working so well that this just becomes easy. Like I want you to sit back and imagine a life where you didn't think about your body every single day, where you didn't think about losing weight or gaining weight where you didn't think about what is wrong with me, why do I feel like this, I hate the way I look, it consumes so much of our energy. And it breaks my heart because I know what that feels like. I dealt with that for years. And it's not a place that we want to be. We're meant to live life. You have to understand this right now is you are meant to live life not obsessing about your body every single day, not in a body that you hate. It is taking away from your life and we only get one which is why it's so important to learn how to impact your body, to learn how to understand it. The final thing I wanna say is that this isn't about one specific thing that you're doing wrong, or it's not like I'm gonna give you one tool and all of a sudden that's gonna change the game. I think a lot of women have the expectations that they come to me and I'm gonna give them this perfect macro split for their body and that's gonna change the game. And am I going to, if we're tracking macros, which some some women I do, some women I don't. And when I speak to tracking, I always do protein and calories. I want to be very clear about that. I don't do protein, carb, and fat because I think that can create obsession. But let's say we are tracking. That's a tool in our toolbox to understand where our body needs to be. And am I going to give that to you? Yes. Am I going to teach you how to find that for your body? Absolutely. But what else am I going to do is teach you how to build your meals appropriately, is teach you what sort of training is great for your body, the lifestyle changes you need to make, your nervous system, your mental health, your emotional health, how to have a better relationship with your body, how to have a better relationship with food. And all these things, all these things are teaching you how to come back to your body. And that's the most important part. It's the reason I get weekly messages from past clients telling me how amazing they feel, keeping their celebrations going. Why? Because they know how to come back to their body. Because it wasn't just a one-size-fits-all program. They're so intentional and in tune with their body now that they know where they need to be. And yeah, maybe they didn't see every bit of results they wanted to see while they were working with me because we're in a three- or six-month time frame. 
but they know how to keep going. And they're so confident to never live in a diet world again that we just continue to celebrate and we continue to see results because we understand that. So the last point I really want to make is it's about coming back to your body. It's about to being in tune and intentional with your body and understanding what it needs uh, because every single one of us has different needs. So if this podcast episode didn't light a fire under your booty to stop dieting and to start to understand your body and metabolism, I do not know what will. But if this resonated with you and you're like, I really need to get in a space where I need to understand this, this is exactly why I created my 10-week program, Evolve. And I called it Evolve because I truly want it to be an evolution on the way that we are approaching our health, our body, our diet, our nutrition, our lifestyle. It is for my women that want the internal and external change and know that it's going to take looking at things differently. I get chills when I talk about this program because it it like lights my heart on fire that I get to change the trajectory of women's life through this program. It's really, really powerful. And what's amazing is that it is launching today, which means sign up for this program starts today. Last round sold out within a couple of days. It's not one of those programs that I just open it up and everybody can sign up and I put a link below. I only take so many women for this program. So if you are feeling like this 100% vibes with me and I want in on this next round, I want you to go to the show notes below, fill out an application. I will be contacting you this weekend or next week. We will get on the phone and chat all about it. And I can't wait. You can also send me a DM. We can talk about it over DMs. Whatever that might be, reach out to me because I want you in this next round. It's the perfect time to start. It's fall. Let's get this in before the holidays, before all the craziness. And I just can't wait to change your life. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening to this episode. And I will see you next week. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.